Hey mate, how's your week going so far? I hope you're doing great, fighting fit, feeling inspired. Just before I dig into this week's episode topic, I wanted to ask you if you've ever heard the term wedding tax, or if you've had a friend or family member say, just don't tell them, the vendor who you're getting a quote from, that it's for a wedding, you'll get it cheaper. The wedding tax is the idea that wedding suppliers charge extra and therefore take advantage of emotional and in-love couples by adding more money to the quotes for their products or services. I think it's an absolutely fascinating topic and one that raises a lot of questions and assumptions, but it can also make people really angry when they feel like they're being taken advantage of. In the coming weeks, I'm going to be recording a podcast episode all about the wedding tax, what it is, if it's real, and also what you can do to avoid it. So if you've had an experience of being quoted more for something just because it's a wedding, I'd love to hear what happened and also how it made you feel. You can leave me a 90-second audio message, anonymous if you prefer, via SpeakPipe. The link is in the show notes. And you might be on the wedding tax episode. But first, back to this episode. This week, I am sharing my guest interview that I did with Yvette Sitters on the Manage My Wedding podcast a little while ago. Yvette is a wedding planner of 22 years experience, the creator of the Manage My Wedding app, Manage My Wedding online store, and obviously, podcast host. She's a bit of an overachiever, a Taipei planner, and a family woman. Yvette asked me what I mean when I say, weddings are a team sport how to choose and book your wedding vendors, and also my biggest wedding planning tip for engaged couples. I love the sound of this interview, like it's just a chat between two old friends, and yet it was the very first time we'd ever spoken. Yvette truly practices what she preaches about supporting other women in business, and I can't wait to interview her later this year. I hope you find listening to this as fun as it was to record. Let's get into it. Unbridely is a community of pro-wedding vendors who believe in freedom and integrity in weddings, giving you options, solutions, tips and tricks to create the experience and memories that you and your fiancé really want and deserve. Because we believe that weddings are a team sport. With how-tos, stories and interviews with recently married couples, we find out what went right and what they'd change if they could go back and do it all over again. I'm Camille and welcome to the Unbridly podcast. Camille Abbott is an award-winning Australian marriage celebrant of almost 900 ceremonies, podcaster, she's a blogger, a vlogger, a cheerleader of freedom and integrity in weddings, and she is the owner of Unbridly, and I'm so happy to have her on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Camille. Thank you so much, Yvette. Such a pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you and another fellow wedding podcaster as well. Yay. Yeah. So like, I really need to say of it, so decent of you to reach out and go, hey, let's get together. Let's have a chat. Yeah. You're, oh. you're spot on. There needs to be more of it. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. And please, listeners, please go and follow Unbridly and follow the podcast. Links are going to be in the show notes. I love supporting other women in business and especially in the wedding industry. I think we need more of it in this world. So yeah, I'm so excited for you. I know that podcasting is new for you. I'm excited to watch another person grow in this space. So yeah, and I know my listeners will also jump on board because they always want the tips and the tricks and the know-how. So yeah, well, that's the thing as well, isn't it, Yvette? Like there's no limit (laughs) on the you know, the amount of great knowledge that you can pass on, especially now you're a wedding planner, right? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm 22 years. So (laughs) yes. And so I'm a celebrant and like we see weddings week in, week out, like Mm -hmm. it's a bottomless pit of wonderful experience and knowledge. So yeah, it's a pleasure to pass it all on. It sure is. Definitely is. I agree. So tell us all about Camille, I'm, I'm Bridley. Right, right. Wine sipping, chocolate addicted, <laughs> mum and wife, born and bred in Adelaide, did a bit of bit of hospitality, did a bit of music performance. I'm actually a bass player and so I've got my degree in performance jazz 
and went and worked a bit on the East Coast, did a bit of events, ended up working for 20th Century Fox, which was a weird turn of events there. And then, yeah, magically found myself home and wanted a job where I made a difference, where, because at the time at 20th Century Fox, I was in their home entertainment division. And you know, I have to tell your listeners, of course, because they're all what's before millennials? Oh they're um, they're earlier than that, aren't they? Yes, yes. Because everyone getting married, right? You know, I'm speaking to 24 to 35 year olds. But yeah, you wouldn't know what these are. But we used to make these things called DVDs. Oh yes. And I used to be in charge of like actually manufacturing them, producing them, getting them on the shelves at all the places where you'd buy DVDs. And this was before Netflix existed. Oh and um, and there was a bit of guilt there because there was this wonderful entertainment that I was able to help bring to the world, you know, all these amazing movies from Fox. But really, I was creating landfill. Yeah. And so when I stepped away from 20th Century Fox, I'm like, okay, Okay, how do we how do we make the world better? Mm. How do we improve people's lives? And it was about then that um, my brother wanted me to be his best man, which is a bit tricky because you know I don't have a penis, so <laughs> I just no. went, what What are we doing? You know, and back then when my brother got married, it wasn't as accepted to have someone of a different yes. sex as your groomsman. Yeah, um, no. yeah, you know, everything's changed a lot in fifteen years, oh, which yes. is awesome. Yeah, he came up with the bright idea that I should conduct his ceremony. I'm like, right, that's uh, that's an interesting wedding gift that you need me to give you. I'm not qualified. And he goes, that's what the internet's for. And just basically sent me on my way and said, do this for me, sis. And I'm like, okay then. Wow. <laughs> Let's Google. How do you conduct a ceremony? So my very first wedding ceremony was for my brother the eldest of my four brothers, and I was hooked, dead set hooked. And so from there through, as you said, almost 900 ceremonies, insane, I came to realise, and you must see it every week, Yvette, and especially with your listeners, the stress growing in Mm -hmm. engaged couples. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, there's so much out there. There's so many options it's completely overwhelming. Instagram, you know, puts up all these pictures. You know, no, poor Instagram doesn't do it. But people put up yeah. all these gorgeous pictures and there's this feeling that your wedding has to rise to that standard, I guess. So I saw this happening in my couples and, yeah, it really upset me. And I'm like, okay, how can we help them? And then I realised that, of course, as a celebrant, I've only got a certain amount of input that I can give for the ceremony, they're there for, what is it, a 10-hour day, you know, from start to finish. How can I help them with all the other bits? So that's when I brought on all the colleagues that I work with, all the professionals, all the experienced guys and went, okay, Mr. Photographer, can you help my couple? They're freaking out because they feel awkward in front of the camera. Mm. Can you write a blog post for them? Can you help them not feel so awkward? And yeah, my photographer mates were like, yes, yes, let's help them. So that built and built and built. And that was the the start of Unbridely, really. Wow. What it's that's brilliant. What an um, your brother's awesome. Because <laughs> he's my brother's it, a pain in the butt. And, and if you're listening, <laughs> I love you and hate you. But like without that, without yeah. that push, there is no way. I would have ever have found this life and this uh, this way of helping people. Yeah. And it's brilliant. It's so true to what you say about the stress. Like it breaks my heart and that's, you know, the biggest thing that I go on about and it's what most of my episodes are about. And I, I created a wedding planning course for the, this exact reason of, you know, not doing things your own way, not anybody else's way, saying no to people. And enjoying the planning, like, because the planning can actually be enjoyable and fun and beautiful as much as the wedding day if you have the right guidance, right? Like, totally. And the right support. 
hands down, like you're you're absolutely hitting the nail on the head there, Yvette. It's the confidence and the knowledge that these engaged couples don't have. You know, most of them are doing this once, you yeah. know, so they come in all starry-eyed and all enthusiastic and yeah. then, yeah, I feel like they get beaten down a bit. Yes. So, yeah, I think our job is to lift them up. Totally agree. I agree. And it's fun to try and I love doing that. I love chatting to people and, you know, trying to get them out of that stressed feeling and that worry to that then excited feeling. It's such a beautiful thing. I know that your catchphrase from Bridley is weddings are a team sport, which oh, I couldn't agree with more. And I, I love that that's your catchphrase. I'm so glad you came up with that. But Tell the bride and groom who, you know, are listening what exactly you mean by that and and how they can kind of, you know, ensure that their wedding is a team sport day. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. So, I mean, it comes down to this. Put up your hand. No, not if you're driving. Okay, don't put up your hand. Okay. (laughs) Say yes. Say yay. Say me if you want an okay wedding. No one, no one wants an okay wedding. So put up your hand. No, don't put up your hand. Say yes. If you want a brilliant wedding day, a day with so much love, so much fun, connection, and truly a time where you feel understood and incredible. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, me, me, me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. No one wants an okay wedding day. But most people who are going into it are lovely engaged couples. They've never done this before. And I feel like they need to build up this confidence Mm -hmm. and this knowledge base from nothing to start with. But I really believe it comes down to the people. I don't think you can have a budget that is through the roof and still get the same effect as making sure that you've got the team foundations happening. You can have a tiny budget Mm. and, you know, have an amazing team around you and it just makes all the difference. So I I really feel like it's the key. Mm -hmm. Having this team surrounding you and supporting you. So then you can experience like this absolutely kick-ass incredible wedding day. So I I think there's four levels of your wedding team and each one of these builds on the other. So it all starts with you. You engaged the couple out there, you and your fiance. Who's getting married here? Hmm. Do you want your marriage to be equal? Like, have you thought about the actual marriage itself? Do you believe that yourself and your now fiance are going to have this equality in your marriage? Mm -hmm. Do you want to make decisions for your future together in your marriage? I love the saying, start as you mean to go on. So, your wedding planning, all these decisions that you're about to make, the where, the when, they need to be made as a couple too. Mm. So you're forming a brand new family, a brand new team by getting married and you want your families and friends to Mm. take you seriously. You want to be respected. You've got to start by respecting each other and each other's Mm. opinions, thoughts, decisions. And I know, you know, especially here in Australia, You've got the classic soon-to-be groom who just goes, hey, babe, stoked to get married to you, but um, just tell me what to wear and when to rock up and I'll totally be there, babe. But everything else, don't really care. Yes. yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, stere- it's a stereotype for a reason. But yes, there, there are those soon-to-be grooms. And the thing is, not everyone is a born planner, but everyone they do have an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. And so if it's, I don't care about the song choice for the entrance of the reception, that's fine. But they will have a strength, a preference and a feeling about certain aspects of the wedding. So just because they don't care about the bridesmaid's shoes doesn't mean they don't care about everything. So include them, chat about your likes and dislikes together and get on the same page really early Without you both pulling in the same direction and both feeling heard, involved and respected, the rest of your wedding is just window dressing Mm -hmm. and it's not going to 
contribute to your marriage either. You've got one day on your wedding, sure. But what are you really building here? So I think level one of your wedding as a team is starting as the couple, the married couple that you're about to become. Yeah. So level two, and some people don't have it, but level two is your wedding party. So your bridesmaids, your groomsmen, your beer dudes, your flower grannies, they are your wedding squad. And generally, but not always, the people who get ready with you, you might plan with them, you might share like extra details about your day, your ideas, your vision before anyone else. Mm. So without the right people in your wedding party, you're not going to have a great time. Mm. They need to be on your team. You want to be super sure, like 100% dead set certain that these people are your people and not just for your wedding, Yeah, for beyond your wedding. Oh, you must see it all the time, Yvette. For life, yes. It breaks my heart because I see people, you know, they feel obliged to have to have their sister or brother or their cousin or whatever it is because the family pressure, you know. So I love that you bring that up and that you make that is level two. Like it's so important. Yes, So important. The people that you're surrounding yourself with, no amount of wedding budget can cover up a bridesmaid who's making it all about them. No. Who won't have her hair the way that you need her to have her hair because whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it causes tears, friction, stress. I've seen entire friendships dissolve because of this expectation maybe that, you know, they invited you to their wedding, you were their bridesmaid, they need to be yours, all those ones. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's a slippery slope. (laughs) It is. It is like bridesmaid, like I've lost count a lot of times and I couldn't have all of them where I would have had a big bridal party. And it definitely was hard to not ask those people and to not be able to include them. And there's still some that I still feel bad about to this day, but I know that I made the right choices and it's eight years later and I love all of those bridesmaids equally as much today as I did then. And that's how I know that I made the right decision. Oh, that's brilliant. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah, they're the second level of your yeah. team that you're trying to build Love here. That. Level three are your wedding guests. So even at a conservative estimate, 100 bucks per person, it's pretty standard unless you're going, you know, quite low budget and a very DIY option. But let's, for argument's sake, let's say $100 per person. If you wouldn't pick up the bill tonight to invite every single person on your guest list to dinner and pay for their dinner, why would you invite them to your wedding? Yeah. That's this so obligation thing, Yvette, yeah. it's, we've got to ditch it. We've yeah. got to ditch it. The budget isn't there to invite every person that yourself or your parents have ever met. Yes. I love that way you explain that. If you, oh, would you pick up the bill for them? That is such a great way to explain that. Well, yes. I, You've you've got to be seeing this too, yeah. this sense that, you know, they're, they're your parents' next-door neighbours from yes. when you were a kid and they've seen you grow up, Jesse, and mm-hmm. it would mean the world for them to be there on your wedding day. Yeah, Mum, we haven't chatted mm-hmm. with them in 10 years. Yes, but we have. <laughs> Super. Great. <laughs> you see them when you put the garbage bin out. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, and this is the thing, it's not only about the money, it's about the people who are there Mm. being a part of your lives going forward. You know, it's one thing to have these guests who have been a part of your life to this point, but do they make your life better? Are they supportive? Are they going to make your married life better? And yeah, sometimes I hear these stories about a bride saying, oh, I had this friend from school, always said I'd invite her and uh, she doesn't really like my fiancé though, Mm. but I feel obligated. Mm. I know. And I just, I just want to encourage, if you're a person like that, 
you don't want people there who don't like your fiance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a package deal now. Yes. You're level one, remember? Still You're life. a team. Yes. So without, you know, that pulling in the same direction metaphor, you want the people there who are going to support you and cheer you not only on your wedding day, but in your marriage too. Yeah. And who you both agree upon, right? You know, awesome. Yes. Yes. Like, so a million times. Actually, you know, one partner wants one and the other one's like, well, no, they're all to me, but they're like, well, I want them. If you both don't agree, you need to relook at that person. You really need to have a look <gasps> mm, because yeah. what's going to happen further down the track anyway? Right. And they're like, don't get me wrong, there are some super tough decisions that had to be have to be made yes. when you're planning your wedding. Yes. And it's the real coming together of two lives, two sets of families, two sets of friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's never going to be seamless. Never. And you're going but to, the arguments or no, the discussions that you put off today are going to have to be had tomorrow anyway. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And, you know, I always say if, if you are worried about what that person is going to think for the next two years because they weren't invited, they're going to forget. <laughs> in a few years' time, they will forget. They've got a life. They're busy. But in 10 years' time, you will still remember that you shouldn't have invited that person. So... Think about yourself and your own future and what how yeah. you're going to feel. Hey? Yeah. 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 So important. It is. It is. So, and that's only level three. I know. It's so, great. Level I love four. these levels. I love it. Right. Because <laughs> we've got to build. We've got to build yeah. these things. Yes. And, you know, these are all people who are closest to you, of course. So, you've got your core, mm. which is your fiance, you've got the bridal party who they do generally, you know, the wedding party get a special look in. Mm. You know, they get access to all your little ideas earlier than most. Yes. Then your family and friends. And then level four of your wedding team is your wedding vendors. So these professionals, hopefully, that you're shelling out a lot. Let's face it. It's a big, big party. It's probably the most expensive party you're ever going to put on. So it's a substantial amount of your hard-earned money. Mm. because they, these professional wedding vendors, are the translators of what is in your head, of what's in your Pinterest boards, of what's in that folder that you've got that you keep putting clippings into. Mm-hmm. They convert that and translate that to the real world. So putting together a team of absolutely fantastic vendors who are experienced, professional, and team orientated rather than ego-driven, mm-hmm. means that anything that crops up on the day, and it will, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. will get fixed and solved, right, Yvette, before the couple even know it. Yes, totally. Absolutely. You must spend your life doing that. Yeah, our vendors is just so important. You know, it's just they are your personality. It's just so an critical part and I, you know you hear so often oh but that vendor's $200 more and you know there's a reason for that usually there's experience and there's so many things and they're the people you lean on on the day in the lead up they've got to they've got to be good they've got to be the ones that you want they're critical so I love that you have that as a level those four levels are spot on I love that you've put it in that explanation that's so good everyone please if you (laughs) missed it like level one was do you want to repeat the four levels just yeah for sure for anyone who missed the four levels because I think it's so important yeah for sure Yvette so you know this is weddings are a team sport the first team is yourself and your fiance the person who you intend to spend the rest of your lives with Yeah, that person. So that is level one. That is your foundation. And then the next level is your wedding party. So whether you have bridesmaids, flower girls, groomsmen, whatever, they generally are quite close to you in relationship and their impact, their little words in your ears affect how you feel about your wedding. They can also alter your choices and you want them to be on the same page as you. So that's level two. Level three are the people you're inviting. Their attitude towards yourself and your fiancé is crucial 
to actually having a, inverted commas, successful wedding day. And for it to feel great, you want everyone there to be stoked to be there and happy for both of you. And then level four are your wedding vendors. So you don't want to choose someone for the sake of, like you just described, Yvette, $200 less, who's not going to really put in for you, who's not going to solve these problems that crop up, who's not going to be part of your team and help the other vendors, because that's the crucial part of all the wedding vendor team. You know, you might have your venue manager, your planner, your stylist, your florist, your Mm. cake maker, your DJ, like, it goes on and on. These people have to work with each other too. And so that's why their intention as well as their skill is super critical. I love it. That is so great. Those four levels are just perfect. I'm going to save that clip forever and I'm going to replay it and replay it in in emails, in social media, everywhere. You're too kind. I just (laughs) wanted you to say it again because it's so important. It is the absolute key to having a successful wedding, to having a wedding that feels right, to afterwards saying that was the best day of my life or for your guests to say that was the best wedding ever and that is made up of those four levels, I believe, because it's when we're happy on the day, that floods through the guests and the guests feel that. So if there's any hesitation about any of those decisions in those levels, it will show on the day. So take it serious, everyone who's listening, because it's just, it's perfect. Thank you for explaining it and explaining it again so beautifully. That's great. Tell us, what is your advice for couples looking for the right vendors? Because that is such a big part of Unbridly mm. and it, it is is important, but sometimes it can be hard for couples to find the right vendors because they just don't know where to start and what to do and what they're looking for. And so what's your advice there? For sure, Yvette, for sure. And I I understand it must be daunting Mm. for couples to realise that so much is riding on the decisions of hiring and booking these vendors. And, uh, yeah, COVID sort of taught us as well that there's these things called contracts and, you know, you need to enter into one and, yeah, you're responsible for the service levels that happen, you know, on a vendor side and on a couple's side, you're responsible for doing things in a timely fashion as well. So I get it. I get it. It's um, It can be a bit full on. Yeah. But I think number one for couples is, don't take things on face value Mm. to do your due diligence. So you want to see that a vendor has a website because that shows that they've been around for a little while. It shows, you know, hopefully a history of their work. It shows a portfolio of some description. It shows that they've invested in their business. If they've Mm. got a social media presence, you want to see that the work that they do is the work that you like. Yeah. Not that just they're the right price point for you and you'll get them to change their entire editing style if they're a videographer. It Mm. doesn't quite work that way. With wedding vendors, without wanting to sound pretentious, often you're purchasing a little bit of them as an artist, as a creator, and every wedding vendor has their own style. They have their own take Mm. on things. So maybe to hire me as a celebrant and say, okay, Camille, we'd like dead serious. We'd like you to not smile. And yeah, we'd like you to not swear. I mean, they don't have a hope in hell. So yeah, we need to, the right horses, horses for courses, you know. We want to make sure that their service or products, the quality of the past work they've done is up to the standard that you expect. Yeah. But then once you know that, they're the right person, that their style is great, the quote that they've given you, it sits okay in your plan. I absolutely believe that only 50% of hiring a wedding vendor is about what they do. I think that the other 50% is how they do it and their attitude as well, their personality. Mm. 
if you had a sweary, chocolate-addicted, wine-sipping fairy godmother who could help you with your wedding planning, what would you wish for? Perhaps no more waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, wondering what you've forgotten, or fretting about your RSVPs. Maybe no more spreadsheets or post-it notes or endless to-do lists. Well, I can help you with all of that. Websites is an Australian wedding website builder, guest management software, and wedding project planner all in one. Why is this such a game changer for you? Well, imagine everything to do with your wedding being in one place, updated in real time in the cloud, shareable to anyone else that's helping you, password protected for your guests, with notifications to tell you what needs to be done next and by when. It's amazing, right? I love how easy websites is to set up and use and how there are no ads on the platform yelling at you to spend more money on your wedding. To get started on your very own free wedding website, just head to websites.com. That's W-E-D-S-I-T-E-S dot com and enter the code UNBRIDELYPOD, that's UNBRIDELYPOD, to get 10% off their paid planning tools. The link is in the show notes. So when you get that first response back, is it timely? Do they call you by the right name? (laughs) Do they pronounce it correctly? (laughs) Yes. Do they spell okay? Like they've actually taken a second to go, this email response or this text response or, you know, DM, whatever, is important. Hmm. I value your wedding day. And I know that this is a once-off for you, even though I might do 50 in a year. Are they interested in working with you? Mm. Do they sound knowledgeable? And are they enthusiastic? Because I think a lot of the time, as long as, you know, their work is up to spec and everything, you'll feel if a vendor is the right person for you. If you walk away from them and you're excited and you can't wait, yes. that's a really good sign. Yeah, <laughs> and you know straight away, oh, I love them. I yeah. think you do. I connected, we connected, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, because at the end of the day, sure, it's a wedding, but it's all these people. It's a team coming together to make something happen. Yeah. If the team doesn't get on well, if one of the team members is a bit surly, you know, I like I'm a basketball fan, right? I love watching the NBA yeah. and my favorite team, the Brooklyn Nets, they've got these incredible players, right? Star players and just phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenally, phenomenally, <laughs> you know, they're wildly talented <laughs> and they can't get yeah. their act together to win a game <sighs> because they can't number one, drop their ego, and number two, all pull in the same direction. It's all about the individual. Yeah. Yeah. I I Mm. think I think that's a decent metaphor there. Apart Mm -hmm. from my lack of being able to say words. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a team situation. So yeah, you're gonna walk away. It's gonna feel incredible. And then you message them back and go, let's do this thing. Yes. And then you sign terms and conditions. <laughs> That's my last little tip there. <laughs> Make Protects yes. you, oh lovely engaged person, protects the vendor. Yeah, yeah, keeps everyone on the um, straight and narrow. It does. You have it all in writing. It's easy for them to say things, but you need it in writing. Yes. I had a, a bride message me on Instagram a, a couple of months ago and she had an, a situation where she'd booked her videographer and her photographer and then she found out months after booking them both that they just despised each other. They didn't get along and she was like, what am I going to do? And that is a really tricky situation because, as you said, they're a team on the day. You need them to work well together. You need them to gel and get along and not get in each other's way and upset each other because that's then going to roll on to your day. So it's just, it is so important that you have the team players and, mm. you know, everyone getting along and working together and wanting to make your day, you know. And it sounds very like sunshine lollipops. Be. I know yeah. it does. Yeah. For people, 
<laughs> because I don't, sometimes I don't think we're in the real world of it, you know, because yes. we, we have these magical like wedding experiences yes. so frequently. It must sound ridiculous for someone sitting there in an office going, yeah, everyone's got to get along. But if they don't, and, you know, you would know, like being in any sort of situ, any sort of social situation, you go to a party, someone you hate is across the room, mm. uh-huh. it affects you. And it affects the energy of what's yes. going on in the room. It yes. affects your night. It's not just, you know, two people going, oh, hate him, but we'll make this work. No. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yes. um, yeah, I just think it's a lot more important than people give it credit for. So, totally. you know, in that respect as well, Yvette, I, I'm sure you must say, you know, get recommendations. Always. And check reviews and, you know, uh, ask the right people for who they recommend, right? Ask someone like Umbradley. Ask your venue who they recommend, you know. Ask people who they work with, you know. It's so important, so important. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because, of course, you know, if someone comes to me and says, Camille, who do you recommend for a photographer? I'm not going to recommend someone that I despise or don't you know, respect or value. Yes. I'm going to recommend someone who I work really well with that I think will suit the couple, you know, because it's in my best interest as well. Yes. So yeah, you can, once you find one fantastic vendor, build out, build on those. Totally. And I think it's as important to her, you mentioned at the start, when, like when you're talking about vendors too, you know, you've got to pick them ones that suit you and what your style of wedding is and what you want. You know, there's no point in going, I want a photographer who's candid. And then you hand them a handful of photos of very put together photos that aren't candid. And you're saying to them, I want you to do this. And they're like, well, that's not my work. (laughs) If you have a look on Instagram, you'll see what my work looks like. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really important, isn't it, that you'd pick based on the work that you can see that they deliver. It's so important. I was working with a videographer a couple of weeks back and he has only just really started in the industry. And so I think he's two years in. So he's still finding his feet and he's finding his style. But he had a couple come to him and say, you know, love what you do, love your videography. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, thank you. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we were wanting to chat with you are you able to do something similar to this? Yeah. And they showed him a video with all these very rapid edits, you know, very fast, you know, popular music, much like a music video. Yeah. And his style is storytelling, slow yeah. panny stuff, romance, you know, and there's no wrong or right. It no. Really, you know. It's what we like. He has couples that love what he does. And this other videography team who do these faster edits, mm. they have their whole, you know, fan base as yeah. well. Yeah. But the problem was the couple going, love that, but can you do this? Yeah. And yeah, yes. it, it's kind of difficult to maybe express that to engaged couples because, you know, generally with all other services in your everyday life, if you need a cleaner, you get a cleaner. Yeah. The cleaner doesn't do it in their own style. They just clean stuff. You go to a hairdresser. You say, cut my hair, and they cut it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, wedding vendors and what they do and how they do it, it's really quite specific. It so find the people that are for you and love on them. Yep, I, exactly. I agree. So what, you know, weddings, as we said, are becoming more stressful in the Mm. society and the world that we live in. I did a whole podcast episode actually on, you know, are you trying to have an Instagram-worthy wedding because it has become an issue instead of doing what you really want, you know, trying to impress and everything. But there is so much added stress these days, financially decision-making people, so many things. But what do you feel is the biggest pressure on bridal couples today, you know, that's causing all this extra stress? There are a lot of external pressures that I think maybe were a lot simpler, you know, 100, 200 years ago because there wasn't social media. 
But there was still, you know, the whole origin of marriage is bringing two kingdoms, two families together, generally to make everyone wealthier. (laughs) There were massive expectations. Mm. There was, you know, land and real estate and livestock and everything being exchanged. There was always this, a lot of weight put on a marriage that didn't just revolve around the couple getting married. So there's always been this extra layer to a wedding. But I don't want to hate social media. (laughs) I like social media. I like the sharing. I really like the sharing and I love the ideas. But I think sometimes it can be super distracting. Yeah. That's all. Because when it comes down to it, and, you know, we're talking about that wedding is a team sport Mm. analogy. Your base layer, I don't feel like couples are getting their base layer right. Mm. I feel like they can be quicker to post a selfie with their engagement ring than they are to actually sit down and have a chat about what does this mean? What do we want for the future? Mm. Does it mean we're going to burst death in marriages in two months or are we having a 300-person extravaganza, you know, at the local country club? Like what does this mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's just, there's a lot of distractions and Mm. it's so easy, like it's super easy to get really excited and then you start looking at the budget. And then it feels bad. Whereas if you begin with the two of you, I think that's the best start that you can make and build from what you both want. Because I bet sitting down with your your fiance, the first thing that you guys talk about isn't going to be the type of roses that you have. No. No. It's not. Mm-mm-mm. It's not. It's going to be, do we want to buy a house? Where Where are we going to live? Are you going to go back to uni? Are you going to get, you know, that new job? Do we have kids? Yes. Do we want to farm? Are we going to just travel the world? Mm -hmm. In which case, let's just get the certificate and go. Yeah. I feel like putting your life first, your marriage first, and your wedding second, it just shuffles all those priorities back into place. Yes. And um, really sets you off on the right foot. So. Yeah, build those Pinterest boards for sure. Save everything, you know, in Instagram. And, you know, I've got all these folders in my Instagram account. I'm saving all sorts of stuff all the time. Right? Yes. Because there's so many really cool things. I know. Do I always go back and look at them? Maybe not, but. (laughs) (laughs) Save, save, save. Everything looks so good. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And and I think it's okay to really love something as well Hmm. and not have to do it in your wedding. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm glad you said that. You know? Yes. And it's okay to love what someone else did at their wedding. Sure. And not do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like I I think like a big, beautiful backdrop, you know, like a Kim Kardashian had the big white rose wall. Yeah. Right? Imagine how much money that costs. It blows my mind. Oh, yes. But How many people would have wanted that after they saw that? Right? I know. Oh. And I think it's stunning. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It might be the one thing that you want for your wedding day, yeah. in which case drop the coin, have the white rose wall, go nuts. Mm. But if it's at the sacrifice of your sanity, if you're stressing your little heart out, if you're working three jobs to try and fund your wedding, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Tough love. <laughs> yeah. So think about that if you're listening to this episode and you you are worked off your feet, not getting any sleep because you're trying to get all that money. Remember why. Why are you getting married? Why are you getting married? And go back to that basic and ask yourselves that question together, answer that together. Um, so important. So important. It should be the first step always of wedding planning, you know, that vision. It should. And I get why it's not. Yeah. Like I, well, yeah, I get no it. One, no one's done this before. You know, That's you've never a- <laughs> done this before, have you? You're like, never planned a wedding. It's, and it's, it's a boring start. It and it's is. like when 
you know, when people say, you know, how do you become successful? You just work hard for a really long time (laughs) and fail and trip over and trip over (laughs) and make mistakes and keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Marriage is the same. Uh There is no secret. Mm -mm. There really isn't. And after doing so many ceremonies and meeting so many couples, I've started to really think about the couples and their strengths and who's done really well and who hasn't done so well, like in their marriage, because I sort of, I see them on socials and stuff. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, if you can laugh at yourself and together and not take yourself too seriously, I think you're really, you're on your way to a really resilient and happy marriage. Mm. So I feel like if you can start Mm. your wedding planning like that, oh, my God, like the sky's the limit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm smiling big time because that's, you know, my husband makes me laugh every day. He's so funny. Other people don't see that side. They see a bit more serious, kind, gentle, quiet person, but he is hilarious. Like he makes me laugh and that's what he did from day one. And it's made us so strong and made me love him more. So I love that you're saying that. No one can see my smile, but I'm smiling because it's so true. It's such a wonderful thing to have, hey? Yeah. It's so foundational. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, back to teamwork. It's all. I love (laughs) It all comes back to teamwork. I think you're going to be able to answer my last question so easily because I think I know what you're going to (laughs) say. What is your number one wedding tip? <laughs> Had a really good think about this a bit. Yeah. And if I could super quick just share my story as a bride, when I got married about six years ago, I was already, you know, well into being a celebrant really across the industry. I'd also had the hospitality and event planning experience before I became a celebrant. Mm. And yet, <laughs> There I was on my wedding day in the function room that I was going to be married in. It was 12 o'clock. I hadn't showered. I was putting decorations up and directing other people and doing all sorts. And I think it was my stepmother came into the room. She goes, Camille, your hair and makeup artist is here. And I'm like, ah, damn it. And it wasn't until after the wedding. I just went, when exactly was I planning on being the bride at my own wedding? And I know that not everyone is lucky enough to have a planner like you, Yvette. You know, some people can't afford it. Some people don't see the value. <laughs> Good luck to them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people plan their weddings on, your, on their own. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot to do. There is a reason why it's a job for you. <laughs> To live your own life, to be setting yourself up to become a married person, and then to plan your wedding on top of that, Mm. it's a lot. And my best advice from my (laughs) less than perfect experience (laughs) as well is if you're planning on your own, you need to actually make an agreement with yourself. You need to make a deal. When are you going to be the planner? And then who you're handing over to, who you're going to delegate to, and when. I dare you to put a date in your calendar. I'd love to see you put a date in a month out from your wedding, mm-hmm. saying that you've handed everything over to the venue coordinator, yeah, to your sister-in-law. It might be several people that you have to hand little jobs over to, but you can't be there. Until 12 o'clock on your wedding day, not showered, I mean gross, and, yeah, not actually enjoying your day. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number one tip. Decide to be the bridegroom, the soon-to-be-wed person, and not the planner. As Mm. early as possible, make that transition. I love that. Yes, it's just... Wow, I can't believe you did that firstly. I know. <gasps> Neither can I. Oh, crazy, crazy. I'm embarrassed, but I also feel like if I can share that, yeah. then other people go, oh, God, I don't want that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being honest. I, uh, 
delegating is key, right? Isn't it? And it's, you know, you have to delegate every little task down to who's going to take your bag to the accommodation. You know, every tiny little detail, it's so important to delegate no matter how much of a control freak you are or a planner or even if you do events yourself because I know that it can be hard to let go. But it's so important, so important. Thank you for sharing that with us. It's It's, uh, my complete embarrassment, (laughs) thank you. Well, your honesty is appreciated. It's very appreciated. Don't do that, brides. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you what I did now. Don't do it. <laughs> yes, that's a, such a great tip. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. I've really enjoyed listening and talking to you. I could talk to you all day. I'm yeah, sure same event. We could share. It's a shame you're up on the stories. sunny side of the of Australia. No, I know. I've lived in Adelaide actually. Yeah, is from Adelaide, so I have lived there. So I know it well, I know it well. But it's been so lovely to talk to you. I cannot believe you've done like nearly a thousand really weddings. Oh, you just this is why you have a beautiful voice to listen to and talk. You are amazing. <laughs> it's it's to be well worn. I tell you, it is <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. It's done all the miles. <laughs> It's been a pleasure though. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Where can the listeners also find you? You can DM me anytime on Instagram at unbridely, which is U-N-B-R-I-D-E-L-Y, as in not bridely, as in modern weddings. And yeah, if you wanted to jump over and have a listen on the Unbridely podcast, I'd love to be able to share more goodness with you and help and answer questions and yeah just get silly thank you please everyone go and listen and go and follow thank you so much camille i really appreciate it it's been nice thanks yvette you're a doll thank you that about wraps it up for this episode of the unbridly podcast for the links and resources we mentioned please head to the show notes and if you love the show please review and subscribe on the podcast platform you're on now so you don't miss out on a single episode thanks so much for listening and remember weddings are a team sport catch you soon